Hi there. Welcome to episode two of First Gen Views. So glad you made it. I'm glad you stuck around to the next episode. Um, I'm really excited. This episode is going to include my friend Nayo. She's going to tell us a little bit about her experience, specifically her growing up with her family and a little bit about what it was like for her to move away from home for the first time. So I did send you a few questions. I don't know if you got to see Mm -hmm. them really quick, but you know, we'll just see where it goes. The flow of the conversation. Cool. Yeah. So So tell us a little bit about yourself. (laughs) Okay, um, I'm Nayo, and I am a black woman. Okay, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, I grew up. Um, I grew up with, uh, you know, a pretty cool family, and um, you know, pretty and a full household too. It's a total of five of us. Oh wow! I am second second oldest and the first girl, so I have an older brother. Um, I have a younger sister, and then I have three younger brothers. Oh, wow. It's a pretty mixy household. Yeah, I didn't know that. (laughs) Wow, that's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So my older brother is four years older than me, and then my sister is a whole six and a half years younger than me. So there was a a large gap between Mm -hmm. uh, myself and my younger siblings. So by the time my sister came around, I was actually helping to, like, like bathe her oh yeah yeah okay (laughs) and like you know change her diapers and feed her and like watch her and stuff like that so some people may be like wow seven and six and like kind of young like no no not young at all like (laughs) kind of just assume like this weird nurturing role as a as like a girl in the family especially as the oldest daughter and you just start taking care of the family in a way Right. Yeah. I have a younger brother. He's like five years younger. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, when he was born, I was only five. So I couldn't do Mm -hmm. a lot. (laughs) I probably wasn't that trustworthy, but I did. I did feel like a sense of like, oh, I want to take care of this like little baby child. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Um, But are you is your family from Maryland? Yeah, so, well, not both halves, but, so my mom's from Baltimore, Mm -hmm. and uh, she grew up in West Baltimore, and my dad is from Queens, New York. Oh, yeah, true. Um, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, they both grew up in cities, and then they decided that they wanted to um, raise their children in a suburban neighborhood. In the burbs. In the burbs. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Yes, Nayo and I hail from the suburbs of, well, you're from PG, right? Yes. yes, and I'm from Moco. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. I still love you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, so anyway, so I just want to know a few things, and maybe you know, through your experience, you can compare and contrast, and mm-hmm. just like see how you've been dealing with um, moving away. So you were at Maryland. You went to University of Maryland for school, right? Um, yes, yes, yes. Did yes. you live on campus the whole time? I did. I did. So the first three years I lived on campus. Um, yeah, I lived on campus. And then the last year I moved off campus into an apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it was funny. My parents are literally 20 minutes down the road. Oh, wow. So when I when I first moved to campus, I was I went home like almost every weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> That's such I'm a like, like freshman thing to do. You know, it really <laughs> is. it's really funny because your sister um when she went to queens granted she's not 20 minutes point um but she didn't come home till thanksgiving oh wow 
her first her first semester and my parents were like Samia's not coming home <laughs> <laughs> you could tell they were hurt though they were definitely like she doesn't come home and she doesn't like answer our phone calls and we don't like this <laughs> oh my gosh so she was like gone gone she was like she was all right gone, I'm gonna gone. catch y'all later <laughs> yeah whereas for me it took me a little bit longer to like be okay with it right um like the adjustment which, mm-hmm. yeah like even when I moved out of the house like I graduated from grad school and I'm now like I have a job I live in a different state um the first couple of I would say the first six months I was definitely going home at least once a month because mm-hmm. it was just it was kind of hard for me mm-hmm. and um like being away from my family because like when I was in grad school I lived I moved back in with my family oh really okay yeah, for, for those two years so it was like I was with them all the time mm-hmm. when I wasn't at school or at work like you know like still having family dinners still just like you know when you go bother your parents when you're bored right like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> just like stare at them <laughs> and it's just like That's, my mom I just yeah. have this image of my mom laying on the bed like what do you want <laughs> exactly yes <Yeah>, same <laughs> it's just like like, i want to come and like cuddle or just like hang out exactly like what are you doing what are you watching (laughs) yeah that's what i do (laughs) exactly um but yeah so i don't know i just that's 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 like it was kind of hard but it was good i'm over it now (laughs) yeah that's good to know you're a grown you're Um, a grown woman woman. (laughs) so um okay so how long have you been living in philly for yeah so i've been this is the first time you're living away from like out of maryland right yes 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 i've been here for about a year and about two months now and um it was interesting when i first moved here i think i was talking to my mom every day (laughs) oh wow oh yeah that's so nice for a couple of months like she would she would call me all the time and you know what's really interesting is that now that I'm a whole year here she hardly be calling me and I feel some type of way about it like (laughs) (laughs) now you're the hurt one exactly (laughs) I mean like I go a whole week now and I'm like ma where are you like excuse me (laughs) that's nice yeah I have friends who call their like mom every day I think me and my mom like do more texting mm, like true. we text all the time true yeah that's um, different yeah it's definitely not the same as hearing her voice but i'll just like text her whenever i need something really quick or yeah. just anything definitely I yeah or yeah or she'll just text me my name and then it's like <laughs> yeah it's me <laughs> she literally does that like she'll just text me saying adriana and i'm like okay let me wait five minutes so she can finish typing <laughs> <laughs> she could tell me what she wants. That's really funny. My dad does this thing where he uses the um, the header. So and he has his text message set up where he can have a header. So it's bolded oh. when he texts. So he put a header. He'll say Nio. oh, like a subject line. Yes, a subject line. <laughs> so it'll say Nio, comma and bold <laughs> space space. <laughs> and oh it's my like gosh. he's writing me emails. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's it, great. It's hilarious. I don't know. <laughs> Was it an easy transition, you know, you know, not just for you with all the adjustment, but also for your parents, maybe as your mom, was she kind of nervous about it? Um, and how was that experience for you moving out of the community of PG and Maryland into Philly? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> my parents were, they never expressed any hesitation at all. They, they were just kind of there for me when I was like looking for apartments, trying to, you know, do the whole job search. They're mm-hmm. trying to reassure me that everything would be cool. Um, Because the only the reason why I moved to Philly was because I got a job here. It wasn't because I, like, yeah, that's literally the only reason. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So I couldn't think of anything else. But um, but it was interesting because growing up, 
her parents would always joke, yeah, when you move out, we're going to turn your room into a theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And they're like, you got to be out by 21. So I look, you grew up in a family where there was like kind of like that whole American-esque thing where there's just like, yeah, like mm. you're going to get out and it's going to be great. But then like you leave and then they're like, wait. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, this is really happening. Um, yeah. So you kind of had like that mental deadline. You were just like, I have to figure it out. Yeah, I did. And I knew that. I mean, if I ended up like staying in Maryland to work, yeah. I would have definitely ended up staying with my parents um, mm-hmm. until I was ready to move out. But, um, but I mean, I don't know. It's like my parents, like I kind of grew up with my parents, like pressuring me to be like, you need to be prepared to move out. And I don't know if that's because they wanted me to just be I don't know, like, think proactively about, mm. like, being successful or finding, like, a, a steady job. Right. Or um, if it was just their way of just being weird. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, interesting. But, was, your, was your brother, is did your brother have the same oh, sort yeah. of case? They do it to all of us. Okay. But it's, like, that's something that, like, even when I was growing up, other people that I was around, it was like their parents were kind of saying the same thing to them, or at least trying to get them to think proactively, like, okay, be sure that by a certain time, you can at least support yourself enough where you don't have to live here anymore. Mm, um, okay. So it's that's that's something that I've noticed, especially like because I do have friends of other cultures and their mm-hmm. family's like, no, you don't have to leave, don't leave, stay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's literally yeah. That's my family. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, where are you going? Like, why would you move? And my family's like, yeah, get out. <laughs> Oh my god! No, oh, well, that's really interesting. Yeah, but then wow. it's like, like I said, then you leave, and they're just like, "Hey, um, did you eat today?" <laughs> I know <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like, "What are you doing?" And yeah. just like, "Are you okay?" That's good. They check up on you though. Yeah, and uh, you it. check up on them too. Definitely. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For my parents, they really were kind of hesitant about it, mm. and they're just like, "You just stay here and like save money and just like figure it out and like find." a job in dc or something Mm -hmm. and i was looking in dc but there was just nothing like i couldn't really find i don't know how to explain it (laughs) anything that spoke to me right i feel that (laughs) yeah and it's just like i knew i wanted to work in media um so i felt like new york was like the best place to to do that Mm -hmm. um and i talked a little bit about myself in my other episode but just to refresh Mm -hmm. um the people and you know anyone who listens to episode one and two (laughs) nice um yeah so I live in New York in Brooklyn as you know and um yeah the transition was kind of hard but I feel like also the fact that I went to college out of state I think that also really helped Mm because they had to like they were pretty much forced to be used to it Mm -hmm. like because Syracuse is like far as hell yeah <laughs> from maryland so i really couldn't come home yeah on, on, until thanksgiving or like right. one of the breaks um so they kind of got used to it like that but now they're like super supportive of it and they like they know i want to be out here and and it's all good nice. um yeah so uh again you said you had an older brother and you said did you so you really didn't notice any differences between how you were treated versus your older brother I mean, in terms of, like, being, trying to prep us to leave, I mean, that, that yeah. was the same. But, I mean, obviously, there are definitely um, differences between how, like, I guess, like, the expectations that were bestowed upon us. Um, mm, I mean, my okay. older brother, they definitely, my parents, no matter what, like, they had these expectations that we were going to either be a doctor or a lawyer, making mm. six figures. <laughs> oh. And, um... <laughs> And just super successful and listening to all of their advice. Um, and mm, my, No pressure at all. Yeah, no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> my brother, he, 
he graduated from college and just started. I don't remember if he immediately moved out. I can't really remember that far back. Mm-hmm. But um, he eventually moved to like Virginia where he had his first job. And okay. Then, then he came back home for a little bit because, yeah, that just didn't go well. And mm-hmm. then um, he eventually found a job in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Very, and he was working on a reservation for about a year or so. It was like a contract position. Okay. Um, so then he moved from Oklahoma to Denver. And then he moved from Denver to L.A. And then okay. he, during this time frame, he went to grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after L.A. got pretty, got a little, you know, shaky, he ended up coming back to the Maryland, to the Maryland side. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So he was truly on a journey. He really was. So he is now living and working in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Um, so funny how it all comes full circle but for I know right <laughs> yeah but for my brother I felt like I think my parents just ex- just wanted something completely different out of at least my brother's life mm-hmm. than what he chose so eventually they just kind of I guess started looking to me <laughs> okay <laughs> to be like so what are you gonna do <laughs> okay like, yeah yeah so the pressure kind of shifted at least for me to be like having a stable job or being mm-hmm. able to amass some sort of wealth or being able to be financially smart enough to start diversifying my income and like starting right. to be f- more financially fit and literate. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that my brother wasn't, but you know, people, some people, you got to make certain decisions in order to learn things. And so you end up in the position you end up, which is fine, but you always come out stronger in the end. Yes, for sure. And yeah. like, especially cause they saw what your brother went through. Yes. They probably were like, we definitely want her to be more, you know yeah yeah going in a more stable path i don't know what the <laughs> i don't know what the right way is yeah neither yeah. do i i guess something <laughs> a little bit more certain i guess yeah um, right where i'm not like you know scrounging as hard or like because mm-hmm. i mean they're definitely just kind of like we don't want our daughter to be in a place where she cannot support herself because then mm-hmm. that could put her in a place that could be harmful or you know i could make decisions that put me in harm's way because i'm trying to make money right so my parents right. are like we want you to be safe like we get it your brother he's a man he can figure it out he'll be fine mm-hmm. It's like, but we want to make sure that you are safe and not Mm -hmm. putting yourself into jeopardy or at risk for anything. So my parents were also coming at me with like a safety thing on top of just wanting to see me be successful. Grew up, you said you grew up in like a chill kind of household. Um, So you would say they were on certain things, (laughs) not so much. I wouldn't call it chill, but. uh... Okay. Would you say like they were more like kind of open-minded or like more on the conservative side or did like, did it really depend on the situation you think? Conservative. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Can you can you let can you can you elaborate a little bit? I I so so by my grew up in a Baptist Christian household. Okay. Um, and so, pretty much, there was I was pretty sheltered growing up. Um, I mean, I, looking back, I just see it as my parents just trying to. I mean, no, no one's really given a handbook on how to be a parent. Like, people write books about how to be a parent, but you don't really know, right? Like, exactly, yeah. Yeah, so if I look back on it, I just I just kind of view it all as love, and, like, they were just really trying to figure it out, and they were trying to figure out the best way to raise me. I was honestly uh, more of, like, a wild card out of the family. Oh. Um, like, my mm-hmm. bro- apparently my older brother was a wild card for a while, but he was a, l- a little bit more predictable. Whereas okay. me, I was just kind of like, nah, I'm not with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And okay. I didn't really like rules, and my parents had a lot of rules, so I was kind of always getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until fast forward to my baby brother. Now he is the complete wild card in the family. But that was a long. That was ten years later. Right. Um, well, he was born ten years after me. But then, of course, you don't really start seeing the wild card tendencies until he becomes like eight, nine, you know. Yeah, like when that. their personality really starts showing. Right, and by yeah. that time, I'm in college. Like, I, I'm just beyond that point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so for me, it was interesting growing up because I suppressed a lot of things because, mm-hmm. one, I didn't like, I didn't like to hear the word no or to upset my parents or to, like, be a disgrace. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> I felt for most of my life I was a disgrace and a nuisance to my family. Um, and mm-hmm. so like, I just kind of really kept to myself for the most part. And mm-hmm. there would be moments where I tried to express things, but I just wasn't sure how they take it. So I'd end up not saying anything at all or not mm-hmm. asking a question, which yeah. started to pop up when I got in college and started to like say date. <laughs> uh, that would get a little weird. I had to really learn how to get over my tendency to suppress and repress myself right. um, and be able, and also to learn how to effectively communicate. Cause in my family, like growing up, there was no really good effect. Like the communication was not that great. Um, right. It was kind of like explosion. Um, mm-hmm. Like things would just blow up and you had no idea that they were still mad at you at something that you did six months ago. Right. It was just bubbling. It was just bub- bubbling up. Right? Yeah. And they yeah. just like sit you down and just like slap you with this gigantic hammer of all the things they're mad at. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's totally understandable. And like, yeah. it's so relatable because I feel, I feel that also is like, there is some, a lot when you grow up in a kind of conservative family, my family's like Catholic. Mm. So um, yeah, there was a lot of rules that came with that going mm. to like church and Sunday school and all that. And yeah. now, and now I'm just like, I don't even know what I believe (laughs) Um, but but yeah so there was a lot of things like I also felt like I couldn't really tell them about everything in my life yep because I wasn't sure how they would take it Mm -hmm. and like certain things when it came to like going out with friends or like having sleepover like I couldn't have sleepovers until I was 18 yeah oh Um, I know basically (laughs) how about you (laughs) um I was a little bit younger I could have sleepovers a little bit I think my first major sleepover I was probably having sleepovers as a kid. Um, okay. Yeah, like maybe once I hit like double digits. Um, okay, that's a good age though. I feel yeah. like that's when you kind of know. Yeah, <laughs> like, like when you're in a safe place. Exactly. You can kind of take care of yourself. But it was definitely one of those things where like my parents had to know their parents. They had to have a exactly. Yeah. Like they yeah. needed to have strict timelines, which is like fine because that's a safety measure. Yeah, and um, like now that like we're this age it's like wow I totally understand like mm-hmm, it's cause, important because you never know like, like if I had a kid I'd be like you are not just about to go any old place like hello <laughs> <laughs> exactly like I need parents names I need where exactly. they grew up at I need like exactly. all the details exactly. so that makes sense but yeah so I totally understand that feeling and it's like as you get older it it does kind of bubble up and then it, it ha- what ends up happening is like I don't know if this happened to you but like end up you end up just like lying to them or just mm-hmm. oh, doing yeah. what yeah or you end up just doing something so they won't look down on you yep. or like so you won't get in trouble yep yeah um yeah and I I'm the I mean I don't, it's only me and my younger brother but like as the oldest one mm-hmm. I think there was also that like pressure to do well mm-hmm. um and then, like, obviously be a good, like, role model <laughs> for right. my younger brother. Um, but, yeah, it was just, like, 
the fact that I had to do deal with all that we I feel like we just feel like we have to be kind of perfect all the time yes which is like so undoable like you just can't do it (laughs) yeah you just it's it's it doesn't help you lead an authentic life Mm -hmm. um or really to be comfortable with the many parts of you and the many like not every part of you is on your game all the time like some Mm -hmm. parts of you is clumsy or doesn't pay attention or like makes bad decisions um, mm-hmm. But it's like when you make a bad decision or when something doesn't go the way you thought it was, like, how are you going to deal with yourself? Right. Are you just going like, right. to literally repeat the same thing in your head that like, like, damn it, I'm, I ain't shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't exactly. do that. But that's something that I did for a very, very long time. Like that self-talk. Like I used to really mm-hmm. put myself down for whenever I didn't reach a certain goal or whenever I felt like I disappointed someone or right. myself or my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you just you just set a bar for yourself. That's yeah. like really unattain unattainable and that's okay i mean right. like we'll like achieve things that we'll never that we never thought we would have achieved right, right. i mean yeah it's like positive right because now you're like oh i have these really lofty goals that aren't so lofty because i'm achieving them mm-hmm. but at the same time like am i res- am i honoring myself and am i honoring my mental health and am i recognizing when something is draining me to the point where like i really just am not okay exactly and it took a while to get to that point where i was willing to finally accept like wow i'm not okay i've been sad for a very fucking long time <laughs> yeah i feel you it's so true but like, and then you and then you realize like your parents will be like they had a lot of rules and things but you know your parents will be proud of you right kind of no matter what so you just have to like remind yourself like right it'll be okay yeah <laughs> and you know there's love there yeah it wasn't sure. until i probably graduated from college uh, mm-hmm. started living with them again at like 23 mm-hmm. 22 23 where I opened up to them about the fact that I actually was struggling with depression mm-hmm. um, and then I started telling them that I just started like actually telling them things but it took me a long time to get to the point like hey like this is what I'm struggling with and this is where I think it comes from and I think that um, that's what I started saying that like certain things that happened as a kid really stuck with me Mm-hmm. And I want to address them with you guys because I feel like it will help me to heal. And so it wasn't until then where we were able to kind of come together as a family and be like, oh, wow. OK, so one, mental health is real. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> a lot of times, a lot of times, at least I found in the black community, we try to play it off as like something or joke about it or say, no, nah, you just you just need some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like you'll grow out of it or yeah, something. It's just out, a like, phase. Yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. Or like, mm-hmm. the, I think I saw a recent meme where it was like, <laughs> oh, gosh, <laughs> it was like, it was like, mom, I'm depressed. And she was like, you better go depressed, be depressed and wash them dishes. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, this is Yo. <laughs> You're like triggered. <laughs> like Oh my god. Like this yeah. is not it. <laughs> that kinda goes into my next question, which is like how has your relationship with your family changed like now versus when you were living at home and going back and forth between like school and coming home every weekend? Mm-hmm. Um I would say I mean, do you think it's changed for the better and like what's really like changed about it? Uh, yeah, so I would definitely say that it has changed for the better. When I moved back home, like, b- before I moved out in high school, it was probably tense between myself and my parents. Like, still loving, but just tense. Mm. Um, high school was a whirlwind experience. <laughs> then <laughs> I went to college, and then I started visiting home more because I realized I missed my family. Um, mm-hmm. And then, um, so that was, like, the distance kind of helped us, honestly. 
Mm-hmm. Then, you know, when I moved back in for grad school, it was fine because at this point, like, I'm really just grown. And exactly. Um, You're doing your own thing pretty much. Exactly. I'm out of my own business. They weren't being anal about like me being out all night on Sunday nights. They just wanted to know where I was. Um, Same here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they would, they're always just like, let me know where you are. And but like, now they, I'll really be out until like three in the morning. I'll just come home and they're like, okay. Yeah. Which is no, like very crazy to me. Like, I would never imagine <laughs> that was possible. <laughs> I know growing up was just kind of like I couldn't even be up past like 11 midnight yeah same so I was like dang man like the like literally last week when I was home in DC um Mm -hmm. you know how I told you guys that I was out there getting so didn't leave the club till 5 (laughs) a.m yes I do recall this (laughs) I didn't even make it home that night I didn't make it home till like 3 p.m the next day good to know that they trust you on on like that now because especially when you're young when you're a young like girl growing up they're always worried about you where you at and who who are you hanging out with yeah um so that's pretty tough I feel I definitely felt like they were not as worried about my brother though at all Mm -hmm. (laughs) they definitely were not asking him all these questions literally they were just like don't get don't get a girl pregnant and I was like okay but how come he gets such lenient rules and yet I have 10,000? Is it just because exactly. I have the ability to get pregnant because this is foul? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's crazy. And like my mom's always like, watch what you drink, like every single time, even now, which is like important. Like, right. But like there was definitely a lot more caution when she talks to me versus when she talks to my brother. I guess not having an older sibling and being able to compare, I was just like really, really careful about it. And then I would use, you know, Helena. She lived like 10 feet away from me basically mm-hmm. growing up. So I could always use her as an excuse. That's so awesome. <laughs> I know. Uh, it was really helpful. It came in clutch quite right? a few times. I, can't <laughs> except, it. I know. Except when you're out and your phone dies and then you get grounded for a weekend. Oh, that's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, so, so we went on a tangent a little bit. But so you basically, your relationship, you feel, is, like, more positive and more open, you would say? Yes. Okay. That's good. Because I feel like a lot of people are, you know, who are kind of deciding whether or not they want to move out, you know, take a job out of state mm-hmm. or just move out in general. They're kind of worried about how that their relationship is going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like since we've been doing like the long distance with our families for a little bit Mm -hmm. maybe you can share some like small tidbits or like tips that you think would help make it easier one thing I feel like people don't talk about enough is that eventually you are going to get lonely and you're going to miss your peoples Mm. um and to learn to just like be okay with that and acknowledge it when it happens Um, And just embrace yourself and do something that brings you joy, even if that's like a quick phone call to your family, to your friends, Mm -hmm. to whoever that is makes you feel like uh, feel at home back home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So that's one thing I always, you know, just kind of like to say to people, because it's something that I was not prepared for. And I felt very lonely, even though, yes, my friends and family were a phone call away. It's Mm -hmm. just like so much different um, when you're not able to just like stay there all the time. Wow. Niall, we're like on the same level. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. I don't know. No one knows this, but me and Nayo are, what are we? We're air signs and then our rising and our moon signs are both water. And when we found that out, we literally were just like, what? Like, we just freaked out. Mind blown. Exactly. Yeah. Which makes so much sense yeah. because there's so many moments where you and I were on the same level. And now it's like the cosmic 
universe just like you know it was like it's time for you guys to join more i know exactly <laughs> exactly and i'm so happy yeah uh, yeah exactly and like i haven't even known you that long but i, I feel like it's very easy to talk to you That's very and, positive. yeah and i'm really happy to learn more about you um so okay anyway <laughs> so yeah yeah so i totally understand that's like lonely loneliness mm-hmm. is like it really is real <laughs> no it's real and sometimes i feel like um we may go towards things that may not necessarily be healthy for us whether or not it be our physical body or our mental health when we mm-hmm. feel home when we feel lonely um one thing that i always had to catch myself doing was like making sure i wasn't like you know because dating apps are so prevalent now so making mm-hmm. sure that I wasn't just like swiping on people just because I was lonely because I wanted to talk to my mom, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, or because I was lonely because I didn't see my friends for a month or something like that. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to start inviting some random person into my life, potentially romantically when, yeah. and like, I may, I may start intentionally ignoring their red flags just because I'm lonely. Mm. Like that's something a hundred percent you just don't want to do. So you figure out ways to help yourself enjoy like become a little bit more comfortable in your new space mm-hmm. um so something else i also recommend as you're moving forward um yeah with coping is like uh well one definitely obviously talk to your peoples when you want to. yeah and, uh-huh. and two is like begin to explore what actually brings you joy outside of whatever you're doing for like your source of income right so yes. maybe if that's exploring a new hobby or expanding on a hobby uh maybe finding another way uh, like if you're if you want your hobby to make you money then finding ways to monetize a hobby um, mm-hmm. getting out there exploring on your own it is 100% okay to do stuff by yourself like take yourself to a movie take yes. your go to a oh my bar. god going to the movie by yourself is great it's especially during it's so- the matinee you be with all the grandpas and it's perfect <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> um but yeah, or like even like for example, Meetup is a pretty good website to find. Um, mm, different yeah, I know groups. about Meetup. Yeah, mm-hmm. like groups that may be doing things you might be interested in or that you've always wanted to check out. Um, the gym is a great place also because not only are you working out, but you can you may also eventually meet people as you continue going to the gym, and maybe mm-hmm. they might become your gym partners. Every time I join a gym, it happens. I meet people, and we're just like, oh, really? Start re-. It, it happens. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's like. Maybe I'm you, just a little bit more to communicate. I'm open. Maybe it's that I'm open to communicating to people at the gym. Right. Um, also, but- I feel like if I saw you at the gym, I'd be like, damn, she has a good fitness vibe. I want her to be my trainer. I need <laughs> I need her in my life. <laughs> and like, that's enough. But it's just like a way. There was actually a lady who did that to me. Like, she saw me squatting. And she mm-hmm. was like, can you teach me how to squat? And I was Are like. Are you serious? Yeah. So I taught her how to squat and everything. Aw. Um, yeah you really never know we're yeah. gonna make a connection no I had um, <laughs> when I was still in Maryland I had this one I was going to LA Fitness and um this one guy there like him and I, like, he was kind of like giving pointers to some guy and I was like tuning in because I was like oh pointers great for free perfect <laughs> um and so I we kind of just started talking and he started giving me pointers and the next thing you know he was basically training me for free to be a power lifter Wow. Um, and it was perfect. He taught me so much, especially it reminded me how mental it was. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's another thing. So in terms of the mental, you can apply that to anything in your life, um, especially mm-hmm. when you when you move away, bringing it back full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would say it's it's a great opportunity to explore yourself. And mm-hmm. um, you're a, you're in a new place. You're away from your from your usual and mm-hmm. that makes that can make you feel very uncomfortable. But 
it's that discomfort that is the best time for you to just become more in tune with your inner self yeah and, and find out like what you truly what you truly enjoy and then yes. what you might not enjoy that yes. you thought you did <laughs> exactly and that's really all I have to say is like don't ignore yourself don't ignore the feelings um, and just really be true to yourself. Explore who you are authentically without everybody else's opinions and society's mm-hmm. opinions trying to judge you when you come home from work or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Just give yourself a chance to be yourself and to experience yourself to the fullest degree. Pain and joy all in all. Um, and know that like everything can flex. Everything can change. And it's just mm-hmm. really up to the choices that you decide to make. So... Wow, that was beautiful. <laughs> oh. Wow, that was great. I think that's that really sums it up. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nio, for blessing me with your wisdom. <laughs> You're welcome. You're, yes, I really appreciate it. So that's it for episode two of First Gen Views. Thanks for listening. I want to thank my first guest, Nayo, for joining me. I noticed after reviewing the audio that I was laughing or repeating the word exactly a million times, but I can't help it because she says so many relatable things and she's a a great person. (laughs) By the way, she has her own podcast. You should all listen to. I'm going to plug her in really quick. It's called Meditation Matters by Nayo Shell. It's available on Anchor and other platforms, so go listen to it and get your mind right ASAP. Anyway, I want to get better throughout each episode and make sure we dive deeper into conversations regarding our experiences. So if you have any thoughts on this episode or this podcast, please feel free to send me a voice message through Anchor or you can tweet me. My name is my username is A for Ava underscore. I would love to share your comments or your stories as they might end up on the next episode. And in the next episode, hopefully we will have another guest, but we will for sure have another topic. So stay tuned and until next time.